0: Warning, this episode will contain spoilers to both Season 1 and Season 2 of The Mandalorian, which is now available to watch on Disney+. Hey guys, welcome to the Beta Talk Podcast. I am your host, Kieran Toho. I am joined here with my co-host, Lewis Baker.
1: Hello everybody.
0: And today we're going to be talking about uh The Mandalorian the second season. It's yes. just finished a few days ago.
1: I am so I I'm so in love with that series. I can't I can't tell you. Um I I've just got so so many like things to say really. I but we'll, so we'll, we'll go through we'll go it go step in, by step. It'll be yeah, this we'll is
0: this is obviously a spoiler review so if you haven't heard the warning, here's your last chance. Luke's in it. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, the season, uh, honestly, amazing. It gets a lot better than the first because it's definitely like the first season was experiment experimented a little bit, and then I think the second season is pretty much like, do what you want. Really, it
1: is. It is. It is definitely better than the first season. I'll grant yes. you. Uh I'm, I'm going to go straight to this because this is what has like kind of been bothering me. Yeah. This. And this is just a personal opinion, but I wasn't too much of a I wasn't too much of a fan of the CGI Oh, uh,
0: I mean, I kind of saw it, but I was like to be fair, like it's not, an...
1: not as in like him being a part of the story i love that it's like the actual cgi itself wasn't great it's a deep it's like it yeah well it was like the deep fake say from rogue one leia that was so so good and for and the same for grand moff tarkin the both cgi deep fakes for that were amazing but it just didn't Quite cut it for me. It's, you knew it was CGI. You, kn- like, you could, you couldn't be fooled that it was realistic. I mean, well, I couldn't anyway. I knew for a fact that was CGI as soon as I saw it.
0: It was obvious um, it was CGI. But I thought it's, it's like them proving as they go along. I it do. It was yeah.
1: definitely like having Luke in in the the series is is a great like, is a great like idea. I'm really glad they went with that. And um, I'm glad it was him above all else that, uh, t- who above anyone else who took Grogu. Um,
0: Grogu, which is uh, Baby Yoda's official name.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. I really. I haven't met anyone who is kind of like against that name. Mm-hmm. I, I mean I use it I think it people just accepted it. it really. I know some yeah, people still every, I think everyone has accepted it.
0: I know some people still call it by Baby
1: Odor. I do know a few people will still call it by Baby Yoda, but Yeah, well I mean Baby Yoda is kind of like the name he got when like everyone when he kind of like rised to like stardom over the internet, like meme wise and fan wise, like everyone Knew it was Baby Yoda! And even though he's Grogu now, I mean, I know a lot of, uh, like, merch and whatnot. It's probably gonna now keep naming him Grogu from now on. Yeah. Uh, Baby Yoda's definitely gonna stick, because it's it, gonna it's stick. Just, cause it's it... what he was originally called. And
0: it's what, well, because what he, people reminded him of, of Yoda. Well,
1: exactly. <laughs> he He is he... one of Yoda's species. And he is a very, very young uh member of their species, even though in the program I don't know if I think it's in the programme they actually let you know that he's like he he's a baby, but like in in real time he's like fifty years old. Yeah. But because of Yoda's know, species live like a thousand years, each each person in the species, uh they fifty is like newborn. Fifty years old is like a newborn baby to them, so mm-hmm. which is it's just quite mad. And especially the episode when we met Ahsoka. Yes, I'd love to talk about that.
0: I'd love to talk about. Um, I'll start with like the story. So in the second season, uh, Mando and uh, got well, I, I just forget to say the name, but it's Baby Odor or got got a girl. Um. <laughs> So, basically, they're now, uh, well, the Mando's looking for, like, a Jedi, like, you know, looking for people that can help train, you know, train the character. As in, he's technically looking for a Jedi. Mm -hmm. And, um, of course, he, you know, bumps into a few people, recognises, you know, meets new faces as well, and some surprising faces as Well, uh, and to be fair, like most of the episodes are really good. I would say I would understand why people don't like the second one, because it doesn't really feel like anything much has happened. It's just they need to have something happen. So this has happened. But honestly, I don't think it was too bad. It reminded me a little bit of the scene from Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets when all the spiders just went like were massive and like there were many of them. Definitely made me cringe mm. a little. Not in like, oh, it's really bad, but I mean, like, oh god, like, that's creepy.
1: No, I definitely see what well, I definitely see the similarities, mate. Uh, it's it's quite a, a uh, it's quite a freaky episode with those horrible octopus spider thingies and blech And it's really bad, rest. I thought
0: that um, uh, girl, that woman in the creature in the episode i thought was like a gecko and then i found out it was a frog and i was like wait that's a frog
1: (laughs) yeah it doesn't look like a frog i would have i i won't lie to you i definitely was the same i thought it was a it was like a gecko human i mean mix but obviously in star wars lore and what whatnot it's it's its own species and it's like an alien from another planet but i really did actually like the um the lizard uh, mother and and her story in that episode because it was really cute. You know, she wanted to protect her babies, um, even though Baby Yoda kept trying to eat them. Baby Yoda like <laughs> ate them, like ate some of the babies. Like in which I was like, like dude, what are you doing? In the, in the episode. Yeah, I, I was really shocked because in the episode it's kind of like, it, you know, it's light-hearted comedy, haha, <laughs> he's eating her eggs and he shouldn't have... <laughs> cannibalism! But then <laughs> like, yeah, if, if, you, if you think like an adult, like I do, it's, kind of... it's like, holy shit, he's eating her children, like that's <laughs> That is fucked up. <laughs> you can't do that. That's I mean, but that's they why... They put it in such a light-hearted sense. That, they put like, the music... It's just your really kids peaceful. can watch it, and they'll be fine with it. They won't be mad. They, they think,
0: be oh, that's really sweet. It's, Mate, you're yeah. seeing cannibalism. <laughs>
1: it's, oh, it's crazy.
0: I do forget to mention the first episode with the guy who has the Boba Fett armor, and when I go to attack that massive, um, like, creature, like, uh, dragon the Quiet Dragon, and basically like the aspect, I don't, oh, I'm pretty sure you noticed this though, but the aspect ratio just changed. Like, oh, we can't hmm. have this widescreen, we've got to make this full screen. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that didn't bother me as much as the aspect ratio changes in Transformers, but you know. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> no, Um. But I thought that was good, and then seeing the guy who I mean, didn't play boba fett but play Django fett if that makes sense yes uh is like just standing there like with um his like weapon and stuff and it's like okay that's that's definitely boba because i was like okay i wreck because i saw the boba fett armor and then i saw the guy i was like yeah i recognize him and then also, also um, what I like about uh, about the season is some of the side characters that were in season one are actually more frequent in this one. They're not just there for one episode or two. They're actually there for, like, most of the season, which is actually brilliant, because mm. I do like that, because that, that's definitely, like, you know, we want to know more about these other characters as well. As much as about, you know, the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda, I can't say. <laughs> I can't. It's like, I know what it is, but I feel like I can't pronounce it, but then when someone else says it I can pronounce it.
1: But yeah It's it's quite a funky it is a funky name, Grogu. Um but yeah I mean about uh Boba Fett's actor, yeah. Um I'm not I'm totally down for that because obviously the guy or Boba essentially is a clone. Yeah. Because uh, Django was the kind of patriarch of all the clones, he was the model that they were based off of, I suppose you could say. Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously, to the Kaminoans, uh, Django wanted—I think Django wanted a kid, so I think they gave him one of like the first clones, I suppose, so to speak of, to actually like give him as a kid and let him look after it and whatnot. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, so... Obviously, right. like, in the last episode, you hear him, Boba, arguing with that other, um... Mandalorian. Yeah, the... And she's like, oh, I've heard your... I've heard your voice a thousand times before and blah, blah, blah. Because all and... the
0: clone troopers sound, kind of sounded well, he... like him.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing. Because he's a clone, he... Back in the Clone Wars, every clone would have sounded like him, would have looked like him, because that is the definition of a clone. Exactly. So it's literally just the a copy of someone. So it's just... Um, but yeah, I like, I like the references they put in there and uh, made them into like insults, which I thought was quite cool. Actually, to be um, fair,
0: speaking of the Clone Wars, we had some characters that have joined the actual Star Wars universe from the Clone Wars.
1: Like, of Ahsoka? Yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka was was meant, was first in the Clone Wars movie mm-hmm. in 2008, if I'm correct. Eight or seven, and I can't remember. To, yeah, one of the two. Uh, and she is now in a live-action action. series. I think that's what many people are waiting for.
0: And now she's getting her own uh, live-action series as well. And Boba
1: is too I literally Boba yes on Instagram. So in uh, the post
0: credit scene uh, of the final episode of um, season 2, uh, there's like a scene where uh, Boba and this is where I got to remember everybody's names.
1: I can't remember the names either. But even, she like
0: but... him and his companion like go down like uh, to this um, place like where someone's been held hostage. And, like, mm. they just like, kill everyone apart from the hostage. Like, they set the hostage free. And then, like, Boba just sits down, like, on the throne. <laughs> and it's, like, pretty cool. And it's, like, kind of, like, I could get used to this sort of thing. And then, like, the titles reveal, by the way, there's a Boba Fett series coming on, uh, coming next year. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Because it's, like, I think when um, people saw Boba Fett, like, come back properly in the episode, the, um, I think... Uh, the tragedy, chapter fourteen, the tragedy, which is like where uh Mandalone takes uh, grogu on. I'm not pronouncing the name correctly. I do apologise. A.K. Baby Yoda to the like ancient temple on Typhon, and like it's like to place him on the thing to see if he can feel the Force, to see if it does anything, and that's when Boba comes back because Boba's looking for his armor, which uh Mando has. Mm. So they kind of in a way get it back he kind of in a way gets it back without any like hostile situation really. And Mm -hmm. then and then when you see like uh one of the stormtroopers get just shot by like from somewhere, you just see Boba like jump down like and just punch like one of the stormtroopers in the face while just blasting (laughs) and I thought that was a really cool moment. Like for any Boba Fett fans, like that's definitely like pure fans. It was like he's back, he's alive and it's the fact that it was also directed by Robert Rodriguez. This is some of the directors that we've had in the Mandalorian series, which has been surprising because we've got Jon... F- F- uh, Favreau? Favreau, yeah. who's was also the yeah. creator of the show and writer of the show. I AKA obviously...
1: Happy from Iron Man.
0: AK probably knows how to do Star Wars properly. Mm. And then you have directors like... Uh, Pey- Peyton Reed, I think, the guy behind the Ant-Man films, who's also now directing the third Ooh. one. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, Dave Finale... Uh, this is where I'm trying to say his names. And then Robert Rodriguez, which was a surprise to me, because I was like, oh, he's even directing some of the Star Wars. But I now I know he's getting involved with the Boba Fett series as well, which is amazing. But also, I do think... Um, I'm trying to figure. Oh, the Dark troopers! My God, terrifying. They were cool. For... <laughs> they're uh, cool, but god damn. The fact
1: that like Mando struggled with one, yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And like they, they like uh, Moff Gideon explains it in the in later on in the episode in the last episode of the, of season two. He's like, oh, you fo- you you. Struggled fighting one. How about a whole platoon? And then, yeah, you just see them all fly
0: in, and it's like, oh, they're Yeah, you're now. just like,
1: yeah, like I just had no idea what was how they were gonna cope against all that. Um, yeah, no. those dark troopers, uh, the, the dark troopers are really cool, really like them. Um, it's uh, kind of weird. I've never really, I kind of thought. For some reason, I thought they've done a similar thing in, like, one of the... Cl- in, like, the Clone Wars show. Mm. Like, they had robot clones. But um, I don't think they have, and I think that's my bad. Yeah. Um, it j- They just seemed familiar, but I think it's just because they look like clones. Uh, Stormtroopers, sorry. Um,
0: I also like the fact but... that Moff Gideon is, like, still, like, a badass. Like, he was, like, the character, who like, the actor who plays him, because I keep forgetting it's, like, G- Gignano, like, the same guy who plays, um, some, uh, the guy, um, Gus
1: Fring in Breaking Bad.
0: As well as, uh, from the boys. I'm trying to remember the name. Oh yeah.
1: Um, Vought. Vought, yeah. Well, he he was at Vought. He he works for Vought, yeah. I can't remember his, um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with you there, Kieran. Um, He's he, that guy. I, I even I can't remember his his name, his actor's yeah. name. I do apologise. But He's... he is so good at being a bad person, like a bad guy. He knows guy when in, he in, put... in, in films and shows. Oh, he,
0: he played Stanegger, That was it. Stanegger. Nah, that's the one. But yeah, he did a brilliant job. And with the dark saber as well, I thought was pretty cool. Like especially at the end of season one when he just brought it out, I was like, ooh, fancy
1: that did add a a, a very interesting whole part. like how um,
0: yeah it's like if you want to use it you know you got to win to have it otherwise it doesn't mean anything like it doesn't work sort of thing
1: well he did i don't i can't remember if it's explained in the first season or the second season mm-hmm. I, I i i think i might need to rewatch this series really because There's already bits I've already kind of forgotten about the first season. I can't remember how he actually got his hands on the Darksaber. I don't know if he did it like the way they do it, while like fighting for
0: it. Yeah, the Empire with him, so maybe there must be some sort of connection with Uh, it. Well, it's a theory video I'm just going to have to watch, and maybe it might make some kind
1: of sense. I'm going to... I'm probably going (laughs) to... Yeah, I'm probably going to... (laughs) <laughs> Let's see how we got that because I kind of want to N- know how we got that. Actually, it's quite. We um it.
0: trying to remember the main characters we have here. We got uh oh. trying to remember a gust uh, of wind. A gust of wind. <laughs> no, um, basically, uh, I do think it's like he did a good job as the character, and also with the. Uh, final, like, uh, no, actually, no. I forgot to mention. uh Bill Burr coming back was a bit of a surprise for
1: me. Yeah, yeah, I was. Happy as that in somebody,
0: that. <laughs> I was a bit surprised. And to be fair, I got to listen to why Bill Burr wasn't like he wasn't on the hype train as a kid. He wasn't just big into it. Which, fair yeah, enough.
1: Yeah, he, he. I heard that he didn't like. He. He wasn't at first. He wasn't a fan of Star Wars. Like he didn't like it.
0: Mhm.
1: And then. uh I have. I need to. I need to watch the video. I think it was a video I saw on YouTube of, yeah.
0: of like an interview
1: from him. But uh, yeah, he explains how he like started to like it, and then obviously you know he got hired to play the part of so, uh, that show book.
0: It was nice of him to come back for one episode, and like the fact he, he was still himself, but he had to keep it PG for a team, Really, mm. um, I do like the fact that. Uh, I do like the fact that like, he managed to like have chemistry with, with the Man- Mandalorian a bit. It mm. wasn't much, but it was quite a bit like, you know... Like, he's trying to understand it. everything. I've got to admit, the other characters as well, the side characters, like I mentioned, uh, I had to remember uh, Dune, the one uh, who also plays the, uh, one of the villains in Deadpool... What,
1: yes. Um I thought she did a good job as a character. She she I, I yeah, I really like her character. She's she's really good. Um, I kinda forgot good, she was from
0: the Republic as a well. Great job. From the old um, republic. Sorry? I forgot she was from the old republic, I think, or the new republic.
1: If um I'm correct. Yes. Uh yeah, yeah, she
0: was. Uh, um what I trying. Sure. I think,
1: I think Oh, see, that's that's what I mean. Like, you, just, I can't remember things from the first season now, so I'm gonna have to rewatch it to to find to remember what like. Her I only backstory believe, I is only
0: believe she was in one or two episodes of the first season, and then she's in a lot more of this one. This is why I like the fact that they um put they put these side like, characters back for like to be more frequent, so it's like mm. we get to understand them more, we get to learn them more. Mm. Cause know, anyway, it's most as interesting like learn about what the man Lauren's doing. We want to know what's going on in the world of Star Wars, like you know, in the universe. And it's like nice that they've actually like added some little fan service moments and some like stuff that actually makes sense to do with the yeah. prequels as well, which is surprising. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. Um oh, to be fair, the final scene. Um, when you see the X wing at first. When I saw it was like a Jedi, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was. Oh God. I'm to te- be fair,
1: I I uh, thought it was just like a like uh it was gonna be like one X wing flies past and then like A multiple.
0: Yeah. No, no the and then when I saw a Jedi even. come out, I thought it was uh, Ash.
1: Oh, Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: thought it was. Ahsoka I thought too. it would be, and then like I was like. And then I saw the green light. I was like, "Oh, I did. yeah!" I was it's
1: like, f- "Wait, it's fucking it's only... Luke." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, she's only using one lightsaber." And then, I, yeah, and then, and then it was the that showed it was green, and I was like, Ooh! "Cause uh, I think Luke's probably one of my favorite Jedi. I think from Star Wars. Definitely. Uh, I think I'd probably say Obi Wan's like my number one favorite. I still... I, I love Anakin, but Obi-Wan's I still a... can't wait for the Obi Wan series. Neither can I. I'm so pumped.
0: Um, but yeah, the final scene where he just comes in slashes all the dark troopers is like a really cool. And then like it's the fact he comes in and it's it's definitely like I I had a bit of a fanboy moment because it was like okay, this is really cool. They've put a proper Jedi in this as well. Like apart from, part from Soka, is it, yeah? Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I am getting the hang of it now. But yeah, like when Luke comes in, it's like. Okay, this is really cool, and the fact that it got it gets so emotional at the end. Good God, man! Like when Um Gaigu like has to say goodbye to Mandalorian, it's like one of the like two times he takes off his masks. He takes yeah, I know. I uh, I his helmet. I, really, I mean,
1: I he when he took off his helmet. I'm not gonna lie, I nearly got a bit teary eyed. I was like, I was like, God I was like, damn, no. man. Yeah, it, it hits you, doesn't it? Because like. You can tell that, like, their he, he, relationship he is definitely really like like, a father and son relationship.
0: Yeah, like, he, you like, know, looked after him and, like, you know, he actually, like, enjoyed mm. the company of Garbu as well. Gargoo, yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, it was really sad because you just see him, like, look over, like, Luke's shoulder as, like, he goes into the elevator. And it's, like, you can just see the moment. It's, like... And it makes me wonder what's going to be season three now, because I know next year we do have a Boba Fett series, but then I'm wondering if there's going to be also... Because it did confirm they had, we're going to have a third season of Mandalorian next year as well, but I don't know if it's going to, like, mix in or not. Because I'm really confused, because I'm not, like, 100% sure on the information, but I'm being told it's, like, the Boba Fett is a spin-off series, but then also if Mandalorian is actually kind of part of the series, but I'm not sure
1: yet. But no... Mm. Just have to wait and see, but uh, I, I, you know, they ain't gonna have much information right now, are they? Obviously, because no. they're either in the midst uh, of making it, or oh, excuse me, or are going to start making it. Um, it will be really interesting to see what they they do. Uh, with the with with the Mandalorian and Boba Fett yeah, and everything. And one... and,
0: Wonder what they'll like expand on the universe, which is I think what a lot of people want to see because they want to see what's going on. Like you know, there's mm. a lot more to explore. That's why I think some people like the spin-off film Rogue One because it didn't really have anything to do with Jedi's. It was just and ex- so it's like you know not just about Jedi's or Siths or you know, mm. it's about like Droids well, exactly. like other people. The who... world
1: that George Lucas made, the universe that George Lucas made, wasn't entire it wasn't it isn't all about the jedi and the sith there is like you've got other species of aliens that live in on a bunch of different planets there's there's so much like other things going on in the universe in the galaxy Mm -hmm. of star wars and i really think they've got so much material to use they do series and films and blah blah blah. and i'm glad Um, they're expanding on it too I think I think they are. I think they're beginning to realize the potential of the actual whole Star Wars universe. That's why uh I'm just really really looking forward to uh the future of Star Wars because um yes after the you know the flop with the the sequels mm-hmm. 7 8 and 9 they really picked it up uh with The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um definitely so John if, if they can just you know kind of like stay on the track of You know, keeping shows and films as good as the Mandalorian. I think it will be really a really great future for Star Wars. I really do.
0: Um, I would. I give so much credit to John Farrell for um, for actually like doing the show because he he definitely knows what he's doing. Like, I'll ignore the live action Disney films he's done, but this like he's doing like with Star Wars. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows what people want. He knows what people would like to see. He wants to surprise Mm. people as well, but in a good way, not in like a oh disappointing way. And I give uh, credit as well to the soundtrack as well uh, by Luke. With uh, this, yeah, like I said, I take a shot every time I can't pronounce names. (laughs) Don't do that, actually. Uh, But no, he did an excellent job with the soundtrack. Like um, one of my favorite bits is definitely it's in the second episode. This is why I appreciate the second episode is. Not uh, like, you know, surprising enough. Um is the baby oda like scene where he's like just yeah, trying to eat the little babies. That's why they try and make it so innocent. But like the music, it sounds so like like an eighties dream sort of thing. Like it's definitely from the eighties, but it's so Mm. peaceful and oh just sit my mind. It's so peaceful and soothing that I was like just give me give me the soundtrack now. Just give it to me.
1: It's uh, Ludwig gorison L- Yeah, it's
0: Ludwig. Uh, Lu- uh, Lu- uh, he also did the soundtrack for Tenet, which is also brilliant. But we're not.
1: Talking ah, about Tenet. ah. He's done a lot. To uh, so, be fair, He's yeah. Got... I'm, I was actually, funnily enough, I was going to watch. Uh, my mum watched Tenet last night, so I'm going to have to. I think I'm going to have to watch that uh, soon because yeah. I want to see did. what it's like
0: but no, it was brilliant Uh, but no, yeah like the season with the music, the direction the writing, and even I loved seeing some of the concept art as well that they would always show at the end of the episode apart from the final one, because I had the I thought that was very cool it makes me sit around, because I like to see what they had in mind and concept art work is honestly fascinating stuff to me, because I do well, I did a college course which involved concept art, so seeing that was amazing, like really cool um, trying to think what else now. It's but yeah, the Mandalorian season two. It's such a good season. I'm scared it like season three might not be able to top it because now you don't have kaigu or Baby Yoda, and you're wondering if it's going to take in a different direction. If you're not sure, people going to like it or not, sort of thing. Mm.
1: But no- um, I I think I think they'll find a way to make it good. Uh, I think it will be good, uh, whether it's as good as season two or not, I'm not sure. But as long as it can stay on like I think if it can stay on season one's uh hype and performance, I think it'll be fine because season one was still good. I I I still liked season one.
0: It can show that um it styles can be different and it can be different in a good way as well. This is and that's what I really like about the show. It go you know it goes in a different direction than you think. And then it surprises you in the end. And that's why I think many people enjoy it because it's an episode every week. And I know people are usually not a fan of it. I know that was a problem with the boys season two. People were not a fan of that because season one came out all episodes, but season like, but like what I liked is, you know, you watch an episode a week, but then you keep hyping, like, you know, it keeps you going. It keeps like, you know, I mean anticipated for what's next.
1: Exactly. I think, I think that's, that's what it does for me. It keeps me anticipated and looking forward to next week's uh, episode I think it's, you know, I, I like it. I like the idea. It definitely keeps people hanging around, waiting for it. Because if you release the whole season, it's like it's uh, done. You're gonna binge, People are gonna binge it in a day, and I feel like people aren't gonna really soak in what's happened if you binge it. This is it. why ta- to... this
0: is why I take my time. Because then it keeps. Um, so then I can think about what happened last episode and then go with what's gonna happen this
1: time. Well, yeah, exactly. That's why I think it was such a good idea to kind of like release uh, an episode a week because you've got the week in between episodes to really soak in and have a thought about, uh, like, have a think about the the previous episode. Yeah. And I think it let. I think it helps viewers soak in information more from the, from the episode, uh, from the previous episodes. So I think it's. I I think they should continue to do that for season three.
0: Hmm.
1: Um. They will I do get curious if people who didn't watch no
0: who don't who didn't watch any Star Wars films but watched The Mandalorian because it had Baby Yoda in it are gonna watch season three. <laughs> but again, I could be surprised. It might keep them hooked on to be fair.
1: Well I think I think The Mandalorian is a great show to, to introduce new fans to Star Wars. I think you know it's more grounded and it gritty is. and more real. And it is darker uh, as even well even if it's a sci-fi you know fictional universe it still it feel it can feel very real and grounded at times um, it,
0: it puts the reality check in play
1: and i think i think it i definitely think it can introduce new star wars fan, uh, new new people to star wars i really i re- it probably has it wouldn't surprise me if it already has introduced uh, new fans um, and i hope it continues to do so uh, with it uh for the next season. I really mm. I really hope they keep doing it because you can never have too many Star Wars fans. It's <laughs> it's just a fantastic it's just a fantastic franchise. And that can be no matter, if, no matter how many flops they may they, they might have had, uh, recent or old, it's just you just can't not love it. They they they've just kind of they've always made it up to the fans of the of the franchise and like like now, with the Mandalorian after the quite uh poorly review- um accepted uh sequels seven eight and nine, they've really made up for you know that mistake, so yeah i mean if if anything kind of bad happens to the to the next season of the Mandalorian or one of their future shows, I know I kind of like have faith that they would always find a way to make. Either better, or they'd make something else better to make it make up for it. Yeah, they're always they're always good at like uh, fixing their mistakes. They really are. In a way, yes. At, um, Star Wars.
0: I think that's what Rise of Skywalker tried to do. It tried to fix what some people didn't like, and then it yeah. But then again, it's as always can be another trilogy that might be better because we do have a new trilogy coming soon from Tiger YT. so that'd be hopefully good. Um, but yeah, what. What was definitely your favourite scene in that series in that second season?
1: Ooh, um uh, I don't know. Um I would say I'm just a big sucker for action mainly, but mm. I really loved the intense scenes like even the scene in the uh the cafeteria at that mining thing. Yeah, with uh, um Bill Burr and when he had to When he had his... to actually take off his mask um to do the thing. And then you um, see I if they're gonna was...
0: And it was like a deciding and if it's gonna they're gonna be able to do this stealthily in a way or they're gonna have to just go guns blazing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um I think I'd probably say my favorite scene is probably. I think my favorite episode is is the the one with the giant like the giant worm thingy. Not the dragon the first
0: episode. That'd be the quiet dragon, quiet dragon, which is like a, which is what was like damaging uh, uh yeah, in Tatooine. Was it was da- that. This... It was it was the first episode, but it was damaging the town in um Tat- on the planet Tatooine.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, I remember now. It was, it was, yeah, it was, it's just, yeah. it was great because there was plenty of action. Um, no, and obviously, you know, he, he kind of re, uh, he united two peoples, like the sand people and, and those, those people from the, the village. Oh, I to Come and, you know, find common ground to, They've got a common enemy, this big bloody yeah. alien rep, reptile, <laughs> sneak <laughs> yeah. dragon thing. thing. Whatever you yeah, want it's it was a quite dragon. Um,
0: actually, no. I, there's a scene I do like in episode uh, chapter 15. I think it was like the episode before the final one in season two, which is like. Where they manage to find the like you know the location of where um, Mith Gideon is, and uh, Mando sends him a message which is literally the exact same one like Mith Gideon like said to him like in the final episode or like the final episode I think of the first season. It's like you have mm. something I want, and I'm like, oh, this is good.
1: Yeah, I I I was I was very surprised by when he did that because it just didn't seem like something i thought mando would do but but obviously now he's had this he's built this connection to grogu um you can tell how strongly he feels about grogu and how much he wants him back so he's willing to like be like i want this per, i i want there's something i want that you have and i'm not gonna take i'm not gonna stop until i have it and it's like it's it just shows you a bit more of a scarier and it's like side. character development
0: as well. So he knows Commando. how much he yeah. how much he cares about Goku. Oh, but no, my favorites. Well, my favorite episode would be having the like where Boba Fett, like you know we first time see Boba Fett in action properly. Like when he gets his armor back. Oh but no, when he's fighting the yeah, yeah, and his armor Yes, I like so that. Cool. That was my favorite episode. But my favorite scene just happens in the next uh, episode where he's uh him and uh, mando and Bilbo are like flying away. Yeah, I keep forgetting who Bilbo plays in the series, but they're like flying away in like Boba's ship and then like I think yeah. Boba like launches one of those, like beam or oh, not beams. Oh, the type And of it just charging. blows up the tie it just and does it, this really sick like grabs the tie fighters ah. and blows and but blo- oh it was sick. I was like dude, that's That
1: if if anybody knows that, that scene origin- was that is from Mwah! that yeah Incredible. but the 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 it's a callback to episode 2 attack of the clones yes where obi-wan is flying is chasing after jango and he drops them he drops the seismic charges and i uh, recently um even before that episode of mando came out uh that noise was a meme and but <laughs> even before it was a meme it's just such an it's just such a nice noise it's so satisfying sass- it's so explain satisfying it. you just listen to it and you love it you just want to keep hearing it, it- just the bar it's just oh i'll probably so put
0: cool. it in the episode i'll probably and put it in this episode stopped. so you guys hear
1: it yes i would love that he, oh. and, and when he dropped it in the episode as well, I was just like, oh, I just couldn't. I was just like, damn,
0: my man Boba.
1: I was literally like, thank the Lord they brought this back. And
0: I'm, it's the fact oh, I'm now glad they're making a series as well, because I think because pe- people because it was rumored that there would be a Boba Fett movie. But since there's going to be a Boba Fett series, that's a lot better because now we get a lot more.
1: Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to the Boba. Fett and that's series. why I do like um, the fact
0: they've been turning serious, like with Obi Wan and a few others. So it means mm. you get to understand it a lot better, and you know, because with Star Wars, you're either in for two hours or two and a half hours, or almost three. But yeah, and to be fair, I kind of think. That is everything I have to say about the Mandalorian. I do, I do love the show. It is one of the best shows that Disney Plus have put out so far. There may be stuff back because we got Marvel Studios releasing WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as well as What If next year. Like it, twenty twenty one is going to be packed with both Star Wars and Marvel content, as well as a couple of like mm. Disney content as well. So they, like, mm. even though this year has been awfully wank. I'm gonna say hopefully next year when vaccines start rolling out and everything, then because vaccines have started rolling out, but so far we're in the elderly stage of like getting elderly people vaccinated. But hopefully within next, like you know, next year when cinemas reopen, it'd be a big, big year for like a lot of stuff. And even if films get delayed again, like in cinemas, they can always go straight to Disney Plus or by, be like a in cinemas and on Disney Plus premiere access. Because it means it's it's a big year for Disney Plus, even mm. if we're still in a pandemic or not.
1: So uh, there was one more thing I wanted to Ooh. add. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to discuss a little bit. Uh, what do you think is going to happen between Mando and Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan, because <laughs> uh, of the dark saber.
0: I don't know. That that, that was something I wasn't sure was. In the last episode yeah, he's like, well, if she
1: wants it, she's got to fight you it. for it. Her... Yeah, I was like... and that's the tradition. So
0: I'm not sure. And he
1: can't yield. He has to fight. They have yeah. to fight if she wants it. So I wonder, if maybe she, maybe mm. she'll let him keep it, and he'll become like the true leader. He'll become the next leader of Mandalore. Bit of far fetched, but. But then would, again you know, they might they might make something cool of that, or they'll fight Amanda will purposely lose, so he can he can, he can let her have it um
0: but then there might be a bit of like oh there was a bit of truth to it sort of thing, like you know you didn't actually mean to fight like that, like I know exactly, fight...
1: and there might be a bit of drama there um they've they've got quite a few you know different directions to go with that, and uh, I really look forward to season three. Uh, to see what they do, what they do with that. So that's that's kind of like every. That was kind of my last bit of uh, boss that I wanted to. I wanted to talk about.
0: Fair enough, but yeah, the Mandalorian season two, an absolutely fantastic season. Um, if you've watched, well, obviously if you're listening to this, if you've watched it, like you know, if you watched it, obviously, um, let us know what you think, uh, either in YouTube comments or whatnot, or. T- DM me on Twitter or just tweet at me or whatever because <laughs> that is like the only way to contacting. But yes, if it if you are a Star Wars fan, do let us know what you think of the second, se- uh, second season because it is absolutely amazing. It's definitely a much more of an improvement from this like first season and it reminds me of um a lot of like how it ended as well, like how it's emotional. Like it was the same with The Boys season too. Like it could have ended there and that's it. It could have ended right there. Like mm. that's the thing that had an ending, which it could it it wasn't really it was like wasn't really sure of a cliffhanger, but it was like it could be or it could not be.
1: Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I definitely get you.
0: Uh, but uh, thank you so much for listening into this Mandalorian season two review. Hope uh, spoiler review. Hopefully, the next episode will be the Christmas special. So hopefully, there'll be more of us on to uh, talk about Christmas-related stuff, like films, games, traditions, Krampus, you name it. Um, Real-life stories, I don't know. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, wherever you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, or Radio, or any other that we just randomly get sent on to, or even YouTube. Even if you're listening on the YouTube, that is, that is supporting us well enough. But I do hope you enjoyed this uh, little spoiler review episode to let us know what our thoughts were on the second season of The Mandalorian. It kind of gave us a, lo- uh, a little bit what we thought of the first season as well. Like, it's good. It's really good. And then the second season's better. Mm. But until next time, guys, we will see you guys later. See you later, everyone.